there was a man that dad noticed he didn't have a thumb and uh, he was working in a machine in a, in a factory you know and and that whatever he was doing with the thing cut off his thumb and and it had been cut off for a long time it was not like something that just happened right. in one two weeks before but dad at that time just really felt god's power come upon him mm. and to lead him in what we call the the gifts of the holy spirit right a gift of miracles and he said listen i'm going to say john 3:16 and by the time i finish that whole thumb will grow back out you know now he just didn't do it voluntary he just didn't i would like to see this happen but it was a leading of the holy right. spirit right you know uh, that he felt like god wants to do that yes this is not uh, he wants to do that because right. that's our compassion sometimes you know but god wants to do that you know and so there are many times god heals through the gifts that he has given to people you know and those gifts get activated but they are activated again by the voice of god that's right <laughs> right and so that time the voice of god was activated and 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 he ministered to that person instantly and we watched it in front of our eyes the whole thumb came back including the nail wow <laughs> you know today on the pastors sickness and disease wreak havoc on every nation on the globe not everyone can afford health insurance or pay for medical care out of pocket Even with advances in modern medicine, there are innumerable ailments that are still incurable. Even in the last few years, tens of thousands of babies and adults have died from the common flu. What are we to do? Continue suffering and wondering when a sickness, disease, virus, bacteria, or another malady causes our decline or demise? Is God seeing all that is happening? The questions, doubts, and pain seem to be on the rise with no hope in sight. There's one question that has echoed throughout the ages. Can God really heal me? Coming up now on The Pastors. Welcome back to the pastors and Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry right. Christmas. Right. That time. Tomorrow is Christmas Day and we hope that you are so 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 enjoying yourselves. Now listen, we do know that a lot of times like my father, he passed away in April. So a lot of times whenever we have death of a loved one the holidays can be sad but i just went through thanksgiving and i have to tell you there was no sadness for me because i know where my father is right and the holy spirit told me uh, after he passed away that he was rejoicing so i know he's just having a ball mm. and so even when i i am looking for a picture of something i run across one of his pictures in the nursing home and the hospital and immediately i feel that but then right after that i think about where he is right now and it's nothing that i'm doing it just automatically happens yeah so i i i i know he had his healing because of where he is now yeah. and i'm sure he's looking at his body and like 
I love this, you know, and that gives me so much joy. So I hope and really pray in the name of Jesus Christ that if you've lost someone and it's hard for you to enjoy this holiday season, I understand. And I would just ask that you know that you are loved. Please know that you are loved. And I really hope that there are people who are showing you that love and care. And we love you. We do. We all here, we love you. And we pray for you. I want you to know that. We definitely pray for you and your family because we're not just up here to just discuss things, but this is something that God has given us, a ministry that Mm -hmm. God has given us so that you can be helped by what God has given to us. Amen? Amen. So we're going to continue (laughs) with Can God Really Heal Me? Now, I want to start with this. Pastor Glover, is relationship hurt, healable by God instantly, (laughs) ever? Relationship hurt. Can you ever get healed by God just instantly in terms of relationship hurt or is it always going to just have to occur over time? Talking about any type of no, no, that's great. relationship hurt. Now, yes. these are questions that people actually have. Certain ones people have just asked and want to know, you know, is there a way where somebody could just lay hands or we could just pray and just, oh, it's gone. Uh, so uh, some weeks back, Pastor Nicky said, you have proper biblical perspective. <laughs> 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 but no, but it starts with a proper biblical perspective of, of everything. Right. Um, for whatever reason right now, I mean, it's like, you know, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If we look at people as people um, deserving of mercy, people that are, that are underdeveloped on, on this journey, um, this unfolding journey that are being perfected, um, you know, I think if we don't give people God's responsibility, um, if we don't make gods of people, I think a lot of times when we're devastated by people, we might have been in, in, in danger of idolatry, you know, in a sense. I think we, we put a godlike responsibility on those people to, uh, you know, and, and maybe trust them in ways and not afford them the opportunity for, for growth in ways. So I think when we observe um, when we observe that, me personally, now you so you speak you speak, you speak to the right person on this one. I, I I'm I, I get over things like very quickly, you know. Some some I've, I've been accused of being emotionally broken, you know, because I don't I don't hold things. I'm not I'm not hurt very long, you know. I forgive I forgive easily in, in these things. So and, and I don't feel like. I'm, I'm unique in that way. I, I really believe that they're that sons of God, um, that the family of God, like that, that children of God are called on to to be able to recover and uh, and be about the work of ministering to people. So um, I do. But so to answer the question, yes, I believe it's possible to um, 
to heal from relationship hurt in a way when you see when you observe what God wants us to do. I think when you observe uh, the, the call of God on your life, um, how long are you afforded the opportunity to sit and be inactive? Mm. A lot of times you when you create a, a context for yourself, you, you can render yourself inactive and give yourself uh, permission to, you know, to be unavailable in a sense. Um, I don't know that God gives us that continual permission to be unavailable, even to the person that may have hurt us. You know, the person that could they need to be ministered to, uh, you know, Christ said, if someone, you know, someone steals your shirt, you know, give them your jacket. Right. Right. You know, so and not a leading to a distrust and say, yo, you're a crook. You say, oh, no, you have need here. Here's, here's, here's my jacket. Too. You know, you call you have some great need. So the way that he tells us to to handle um, that kind of thing, those, those kinds of uh, when somebody violates or somebody trespassing and, and transgresses upon us is is with generosity. You know, to um, to to love them even more, you know, to and and in a way, in a way that and not not to do it in, in you know, the language niggas talking about the language of, of the Bible, you know, but to, to heap coals on the on the head in a sense. Uh, but what it, it causes them to 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 reflect, to look at themselves like, like wow, they, they poured more love mm. when I when I went with ill intent. Or when, or when I did something to uh, to hurt them, so um, yeah, I, I say it goes back to uh, not being overcome with evil, but, but overcoming evil with good. You know, I think I think we're instructed to to do things in a way, and and uh, I don't think we're ever allowed to be unavailable to to the ministry of God toward a brother. So, to you, the purpose of the heart, or oh, there's a greater purpose of the heart. Then holding a grudge, the greater purpose is, as you said, as Christians, we need to love. Yeah. Wow. So that's how you, uh, I would just say self-heal, or that's how you are healed from hurt because they did this to me. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's my understanding yeah, of what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. They did this to me, but yeah, I, I, I'm hurt, but I can't allow that act to prolong, I and have to stop that act so that I can prolong, love. Right? And, you know what, what, what's the word say? Even after, the word even says after you suffered a, a while. little while, a while, yeah. You know what I mean? After that, you that, a while. Yeah, you strengthen you, perfect you, establish you, settle you. Yeah. You know that that I think we're called on to acknowledge the suffering, right? But but lean into the being perfected, being the being strengthened, being established, and being settled. Mm. You know that like. Our outcome and, and what we are called upon to be is, is to be, you know, to be powerful, you know, to be strengthened, to be established, established, settled. Wow. You're, you're, you're right, because even the word of the word of God teaches us to um, to be like God, where his anger endureth, but for a moment. Yeah. yeah. For a moment. That's something personally that 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 struck me when I was just doing some reading. Anger is supposed to endure, but for a moment. I think I think this season, right? You know, I'm I, I'm glad you guys are watching because I think in this season, there are people who this season is affected probably by unforgiveness. Yes, you know, there, there there's relationship that's unreconciled. There's relationship hurt that's probably revisited 
heavily at this time, you know, maybe the, the memory of how holidays used to be. And there, there's always a grievance and then um, and this prolonged unforgiveness that festers into this, this bitterness. And then, you know, you, you tell yourself a different story and it's, you know, it, it, it kind of frustrates the, the familial love a lot of times. It, it just it bleeds into other areas. Right. You know, um, I would challenge not to absolve people that uh, that disappoint us. But I would challenge you to to look at what God's requiring of you, um, anyone, to look at what God is requiring of us and, uh, and and lean more into that expression. You know, love God more than than, than you're disappointed in, in another individual. You know, right. that, that's what I would say. But I understand. Yeah. That's Nikki. I just read scripture. Ah, Thank yes. you, Nikki. <laughs> Go to the word. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 14. It says, Pursue peace with all, all people. people. Yes. And holiness. That means both mm-hmm. ways. Vertical and horizontal. Make sure it's it. Without which no one will see the Lord. No one. Then it says, Looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. And by this many become defiled. And then he says, less, three times he says, less this, less this, less this. Right. Um, and he says, <laughs> less there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. Right. You know? And so uh, looking back, he says, listen, you know, these two things are very important. That, that can God heal a relationship wound? We have that twofold relationship, right? The Bible says all of the scripture is based on you love the Lord your God right. and you love one right. another, right? That's right. So pursue peace in, of course, holiness. You know, holiness right. means uh, it's the consecration, a separation of my heart unto the Lord. Right. right. So it's that balance. Now, that can be completely ruined if less it says, you know, You keep bitterness in your heart. You know? Right. You allow, it's just like Esau, you know, suddenly brings this whole sense of calling him a sexual <laughs> immorality. Yeah. And he didn't commit any sexual immorality. Right. You know, uh, but of course, it's using that term <clears throat> to what happens in the natural and what happens in the spiritual. That's right. You know, that he took the birthright and sold it. And so my issue is this, can God heal? Yes, he can. But just like everything else, Uh, um when you are bitter when you have unforgiveness um the way you acted the way you did other, there are some fruits that's going to come out of it yeah that's right you know and, and and so the act can be healed right the act can be but, but it takes some time in relation things for some of the fruits that are going to come out because of the actions in the wooden endes mm. the behavior that you had right. that's not that might not get instantly healed right you know mm. and so in your anger in your whatever whatever you did things in the relationship god heal your heart god heal that person's heart mm. but but there are things that you planted that is going to take some time to uh, you love yes do you trust Right. Yeah. Maybe right. not at the right. moment. Right. It's right. going to take me some time. Right. You know. And so I think just keeping that that vertical, my the consecration of my heart unto the Lord, holiness, and me keep pursuing peace with, with right. people. Yeah. Because those things are going to come back again. Oh, he did this. She did like this. You know. And so those triggers are placed. You got to go back to that and and, and no no. I'm going to keep pursuing peace and not allow things to. 
choke up the grace of God. Not allow things for me right. to sell out on the blessing of the Lord. In, in, mm. in right. Mm. Mm. Did you mm. want to add mm. anything? Mm. Uh, forgiveness is not just a one-time act. Forgiveness is every time I see you, I have Ooh. to remind myself oh, that man. I will not be offended. I will not oh. absorb that offense. So I mm. forgive you. So. It, Every time you see him. Every time I see him, Every I have to remind him. Every time yes. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki, for your unsolicited <laughs> testimonial. Because your associate is looking at you. Every time I see him, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I know, he was kind of demonstrative. <laughs> Every time I see him. Every time. We'll talk later. Yes, we will. Now, when, when we get back, we, we are going to talk about something that is a rather sensitive subject matter. And it's about those who are mentally disabled. Um, and we know that there are people who have prayed and have been praying even for their, their small children that God would heal their mental disease. And then there are others who have been placed in mental institutions because they're hearing voices and, and there are some chemical things, some medical things going on, and quite frankly, some spiritual things. So we're going to talk about those types of healings and what God can do for them. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Not to spoil this beautiful day or anything, huh? <laughs> Come on. It's a leper. Stay back. Cover your mouth. Don't breathe his air. Don't come any closer. It's okay, John. It's okay. Rabbi, 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 you cannot. It's disease. You Please. Please. Please don't turn away from me. I won't. Lord, if you are willing, if you can make me clean, only if you want to, I submit to you. My sister, she was a servant at the wedding. She told me what you can do. I know you can heal me if you are willing. I knew it. I knew it. What 
What can I ever do? No. Do not say anything to anyone. You don't seek your own honor. Please just do me this one thing. But what do I tell people? Go. Show yourself to the priest. Let them inspect you and see that you are cleansed. Make the proper offering in the temple as Moses commanded. And go on your way. Who has an extra tunic? Just one of you, just one of you. That's enough. Green is definitely your color. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> Hey, it's Dallas and the creator of The Chosen, and if you liked what you just saw, and you want to see the episodes of the first ever multi-season show about the life of Christ, you can do so right now for free. Yes, if you get The Chosen app, you can watch these episodes for free right now. You're going to go to thechosen.tv or the Apple Store or Google Play, download the app, and you can watch immediately episodes one through four. Hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much. Welcome back to The Pastors. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for coming back. Pastor Nikki, uh, we were just talking about those who are mentally disabled. They, they have a mental disease. There are people who hear voices. There are different stages of some type of mental, maybe even fatigue, you know? Have you ever encountered someone who was verifiably healed from a mental disability? Yeah, uh, I think, you know, especially uh, I think in this last um, maybe decade or so, maybe in, in more so in the last few years, uh, you know, before it seemed like everything we were praying for was like, you know, you know, people in backaches, headaches, yes. or some, you know, like those kind of things. Those people, type of physical. Or some kind of things when, you know, people Elvis. need something with the eye, yeah. the heart and stuff. Right. But I feel like in the, especially in the last maybe a decade, last 10 years or maybe last five years, majority of the sicknesses are in the area of mental illness. Yes. Right? When we talk about mental illness today, of course, we have those categories, right? Number one, um, there are some people who are just born with some kind of deficiency in their brain area, you know. Uh, for whatever reason, we don't know. They're born like that. But it's no difference from anybody else born with right. an extra finger or, or something, you know, like those kind of things. Uh, and number two, um, there are things that happen because of trauma that has taken place when um, the mother or the father, you know, and their marriage is in some kind of trouble. Mm. And they get pregnant, you know, and those things I feel like are passed to the child. Yes. You know, uh, and so the child is born, you know, with those kind of, in the physical, not the spirit part of it, but the physical element carrying that, that trauma, mm. you know. Uh, number three, uh, there are areas where we feel like uh, some mental illness is related because of the enemy we call Satan uh, has released some kind of evil spirit 
that has now gone to an, you know like grabbed an area right if i can use that expression mm-hmm. you know and and number 4 you know there are things that happen just because of again people not being able to process something right right uh, properly uh, whether that's happened like people get panic attacks mm-hmm. you know i know people like if you drive <clears throat> you know 55 oh they, they just you know they need to take pills just to drive yes you know yes. Uh, and, and and things like that. and so i've known a lot of people who have what do we call anxiety panic attacks this that who got healed you know i know a lot of uh, people who are maybe the kids were born you know and you know we use probably other words and you don't want to use those kind of words today then right. you know that mentally they're not all there and you see them grow up and you feel like wow it's just a basically a vegetable you know it's it's there but but you know uh, but also i've seen those kind of people get healed mm. uh, and i've seen those kind of get people heal when the parents understood you know uh, that hey this is no different you know than having a cough or a cold or anything else why mm. because again whatever the source is has to be the resource right, right? but again mm. going back to our <clears throat> mindset you know and i always do this so many times when i'm preaching you know talking about normal things like this for example uh, you know if i have two people here you know one person has cough and cold the other one has cancer of the lungs and i ask the church hey come and let's pray for them guaranteed most of the time i've done this live everybody's gone to the cough and cold person hmm. why because even if they don't get healed you know after a few days maybe they'll be okay hmm. cancer they'll avoid can leave that for the so called gifted you know so called anointed mm-hmm. people mm. you know right but but the issue is what why do we pray for healing why do we believe because of the work of the cross right, right. Mm. the work of wow. the, the, the the price is this, you know is is not like oh this one drop of blood for this five drops here no there's no something mm. like that is the same but the price is the same the the, the uh, is the work of the cross is the his body was stricken why so that we can be healed right and i think what has happened is we have so much allowed in the church that mental illness you know we might not get here. that that's nothing to do with god that's yeah, right. to do with us right. that's right it's no different <clears throat> from um yeah. you got tooth problem right go to a dentist right god's not going to heal that go to a dentist you <laughs> got eye problem i want to know what the difference is between mental illness and then you wear glasses right like you, right. you know, exactly. it's not the issue of god it's something on our side that's right know? and so uh, i've seen a lot of people get healed not because we have some kind of special anointing but something shifted in revelation in their heart i love wow. it you know and wow. they realize well wow, this is no different because mm. there are a lot of things as believers we categorize yeah. right. right like when sin or oh, that just a small white lie that just a lie is a lie sin is sin that's right sickness is sickness whether that's it's good, Nick. it's your tooth problem yeah. eye gli- because we almost <laughs> like we're living in a century where Yeah god doesn't need eye problems god doesn't need you know tooth problems unless it's like cataract yeah right. maybe we can pray mm. you know but it's normal not just go put on contacts <laughs> so in the same thing with mental illness we look at whatever those stages are okay if if it's not because of demonic things that are happening let's cast the demon out and if not if it's deficient okay let's believe god just like you would believe for everything else to speak life because if we get the revelation that hey we have the complete right to to receive healing 
because of what Jesus did yeah. on the cross yeah. period. Ooh. Wow. Man. You know. And so oh, that God. covers the whole the spirit, the soul Gosh. and the body. Right. It, you know, it covers all the parts of a man. God did not do mm. only for one thing, he did for all. Right. Oh, you know? my goodness, man. And, and so I think let's let, let's talk about the cross. Let's talk about the you know what Jesus did. Why? Right. Because if you don't get that then it, All we'll do is give you philosophical answers. Right. I asked right. you right. Uh, yeah. about two episodes oh, ago so good, when you talked about the finished work of the cross. And for those who may be watching now, what is the finished work of the cross? Yes, that's a great question, and actually, our whole Christianity lies on that. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> There's no such thing as being a Christian without Christ and His cross. That's right. Right. Uh, why yeah. is cross is not some kind of empty symbolism of just some kind of wooden thing right uh, but is jesus the bible says he who knew no sin yes became sin yes. for us yes. right he knew no sickness took sickness upon him he right. knew no curse became a curse never experienced rejection experienced rejection you know even the father you know he experienced all those things why wow. because he he became our substitute yes and so we can if we feel like there are curses in my life feel like i i got rejection rejection from my father from my mother i carried that seed of rejection all throughout my life i feel like shame because of what has taken place whether you know all these things that have happened in my life of i have shame whether it's sin whether it's sickness Jesus took my place. Yes. Praise God. On the cross. Yes. Took everything that I'll go through. He said, "Listen, I will become the substitute yes. for it." Right? Mm. And so because he took it, I have mm. now every right to receive the blessing Thank of you, it. So he took the curse so I can walk in the blessing. Praise he took God. the shame so I can have his glory. He took the sickness so I can have health. He took the sin so I can be in right standing with God. Mm. And oh. so I put mental illness there also, right? That's right? Because part of the renewing the mind, that's all yes. part of the renewing the mind. He say, "Hey, he did it why? Because he took it on the cross." That's right. Right? And so I have every right to see wholeness in my whole soul area. Mm. memory like people say well, i just forget stuff it's my age hmm. well if you're going to keep doing that then you can have that right or you can go back and say you know what hey i can have a sharp mind yes. i can have the mind of christ why hmm. because the finished work of the cross has made me a candidate to receive the mind of christ yes. so just because i'm 70 doesn't mean i go with the natural laws i go with what jesus Love has brought for my life that's right, right. Uh, uh, imaginations you know some people whereas fear all this is those imagination you know i have this phobia i have that phobia and these are all scientific things proven yeah but at the same time that phobia is nailed to the cross that's right you know and then so i can have my memory my imaginations healthy yes. where i don't have anxiety panic attacks yes. and, and these things yes. like that you know and so no. the cross is the all inclusive package <laughs> you know it's not about going to heaven no it's mm. becoming whole in jesus yes. christ That's you right. know and sometimes i think we have uh, misrepresented the gospel we have talked about the gospel about going to heaven No it's not about going to heaven right. it's becoming whole in Jesus Christ oh man you know and so uh, that's a that's we'll go there you know but it's not, that's not our goal <laughs> you right. know our goal is 
wholeness in Jesus yes. Christ and mental retardedness illness mental disease whatever whatever labels autism there are all whole spectrum of names today you know some are very sensitive some are very hurtful i've got a lady in my church you know i just asked this question to her you know because uh, she she said to me there's a new person who walked to her church she said well they said that uh, my child is mentally retarded and so i said uh, how do you feel as a mother because it's your son doesn't matter how it is it was your son that's right <laughs> and so they are labeling the word mentally how do you feel yeah uh, you know so well i know that's what they have said right mm. you know but to me my son is a god's gift in yes. my life right you know to me god gave me this gift yes. you know you mean the mental no 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 the son is the gift that's right he came in a body that is not functioning but i'm believing god for a complete healing for his body right. but my, the body is not my son why <laughs> right. you know and so i thought wow here's a lady who understood something <laughs> you yes. know and so i'm just like anything else we are believing god for the body to line up with the the person the body is not the person right you know oh, so goodness. yeah Wow. Beautiful. A few minutes ago when you, you talked about that shift, like the revelation shift. Mm-hmm. You're you're right. I I was preaching uh in in California. I just arrived there. I'd never preached there before. And so I was in the car with the pastor, was taking me to the um the uh, hotel, and he said, "Would you do me a favor and talk with my daughter?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." I I was very very sleepy. But um he said she's been in her house for a year and she barely comes out of her bedroom wow even to come and she has a little boy and she will not step one wow. foot out of the house wow and she saw you on sit raw and she knows you're coming and she would like to speak I said yeah no problem I spoke with her and she was crying and I said I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to come to the service tonight. Didn't do a big prayer or anything like that. I said I want you to come to the service tonight. Sit on the front row and look at nobody but me. I mean, she would barely come out of her bedroom. But thank God for Sid Roth and how famous that show is. I said just come, sit on the front row and don't look at anybody but me, okay? She said, "Okay, she agreed to it." And so she came. Yeah. After a year of yeah. just being mostly in her room, she literally came. And she praised and she worshiped. Praise God. I mean, I I literally didn't do anything but just give that instruction. That's when you say it has to be like a revelation type shift or a shift that actually happens in the mind. And then she started working with her dad. in the office she came to the rest of the revival services and she's been healed ever Praise since God. ever since God. so oh, sometimes all that's needed is just a shift and we can do that you can do that and i know that everybody who who we're talking to now it's not trust me i know you're not just one who wants to a uh, be healed but you want to present healing to people. Mm. So please know mm. this that people need somebody to care. I just cared for. Mm-hmm. You know I was really really sleepy and tired but I said sure. I will talk with your daughter. 
People need us to sacrifice whatever it is. And you have the power to heal. You have the understanding that somebody needs to receive their healing. So please know it's not about us. I've never, this is something the Holy Spirit said to me. I've never seen a tree eat its own fruit. Right. Which means what? Everything we produce is for somebody else. Whatever job you have, I guarantee you that job is to help somebody else, not yourself. All of the employment places of the world, they go to work to produce something for someone else. Please know God wants to use you. We'll be right back after a break. Stay with us. Very, very great. Not to spoil this beautiful day or anything, huh? <laughs> Come on. It's a leopard. Stay back. Cover your mouth. Don't breathe his air. Don't come any closer. It's okay, John. It's okay. Rabbi, 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 you cannot. It's disease. You can't. Please. Please don't turn away from me. I won't. Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Only if you want to, I submit to you. My sister, she was a servant at the wedding. She told me what you could do. I know you can heal me if you are willing. Seek your own honor. Please just do me this one thing. But what do I tell people? Go. Show yourself to the priest. Let them inspect you and see that you are cleansed. Make the proper offering in the temple as Moses commanded. And go on your way. Who has an extra tunic? Just one of you, just one of you. That's enough. Uh, uh, 
Green is definitely your color. <laughs> Not too shabby. Hey, it's Dallas and the creator of The Chosen, and if you liked what you just saw, and you want to see the episodes of the first ever multi-season show about the life of Christ, you can do so right now for free. Yes, if you get The Chosen app, you can watch these episodes for free right now. You're going to go to thechosen.tv or the Apple Store or Google Play, download the app, and you can watch immediately episodes one through four. Hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much. Welcome back to The Pastors, our last segment and I tell you, this has been an awesome season yes. yeah, of our first season of The Pastors. And we, yes, we pray that you have enjoyed <laughs> season one. And we are ending on a very, very, very good note on this Christmas Eve. Man. And God will heal. He loves to heal. Yeah. He is a father and we've been talking about his ability mm. to heal and how to deal with the fact that, well, if he didn't heal you, if he didn't heal your loved one. So when we look at God and how he loves to give, and we're talking about Christmas here, and he is a giver of life. Mm -hmm. He loves life. He invented life. And then things happen mm -hmm. that God himself allows. Like we, we mentioned Job earlier, and he just allowed different things to happen. When we see God's healing power heal someone else, I've seen people, they would just cry. It would just move them to tears to see God heal someone else but yet they're still and they, they prayed for them but yet they're still suffering mm. I've seen people say as long as you get yours that's what really matters to me oh wow it's beautiful as long as you're healed you know I I will continue taking medicine whatever but God Catherine Kuhlman, a lot of the great healing evangelists they themselves had medical conditions right. and they died with those medical <clears throat> conditions. And there are people who are still alive today and healed by their prayers. So I'm just talking in discussion here, not really leading up to a question. The, the, the beautiful thing that I've seen, and feel free to jump in anytime, the beautiful thing that I've seen is people, while they are praying for folk, because Jesus told us as pastors or preachers, he told the disciples, listen, you, you go out there and you preach those who believe, yeah, right. they will lay hands right. on the sick. Mm -hmm. Those who believe will speak in new tongues. Those who believe and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's what he said. So well, I guess I will ask this question. When do you believe the church will get to the point to where they will, like I was saying to, to those who are watching our audience, all of you aren't just watching because you want to be healed, but you want to be used in healing. Mm. 
What is something, and I want to open this up, what is something that we can say to them to encourage them to go and pray for people to be healed? You must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. Mm. And I think until we truly, with all of our being, believe, then we'll never see these miracles that we've been talking about. Right. To believe he is everything. Um, you were talking about the the person that got healed while the other person was still dealing with their sickness. Yes. And they're saying as long as you got healed, that instills hope inside of that person that didn't get healed. Because if he healed you, mm. that means he's he's very capable of healing me. So next time it might be my turn. So I'm going to mm. celebrate everything and worship him. While I see you get your healing. That's right. And then let God begin to move in my own life again. So I think that I think that whenever we as the body of Christ really sincerely believe in the God that we talk about and believe that he is all that we say he is, hmm. that he he's our salvation, he's our healer, he's our Lord, he's everything. Then we will begin to walk in those things. So right. to me, it's all faith based and true believing in what God says will happen. Amen. Oh, I, I had fainted had I not believed Believe. in the goodness yeah. and see the goodness. Of the living. Yes. As I live breathe, you know, when, when I stop believing, I think. Right. You know, when I stop believing and I relent from, from you know, any, availing myself to, to even imparting hope in a person, you know. Um, I mean, one gentleman said... Uh, he said, I, why would you, he used the language, uh, I would get my hopes up. You know, people really are protective of their hope. Right. You know, you're protective of your hope. So anytime I don't go to the altar, I'm protecting my hope. You know, any, anytime I, I with, with abstain from letting the man of God pray for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm protecting my hope because I really want to believe. And I, I'll, I, I'll settle at seeing it happen for someone else, but I don't want to be confronted with it didn't happen for me. So, you know, right. so I'll, I'll just reserve, I'll preserve my hope rather than put it out there, you know, but for the church where we, where we believe, you know, we don't relent from, we, we're relentless about seeing people healed, seeing people in, in great in spiritual health and, you know, in, in mental health and, and this wholeness that Nikki was talking about. And, um, and so, you know, I, I think where, where that is the desire of the church you know, to to esteem others, even in need, to esteem others higher than ourselves. You know, we it's not a selfish act to go out um, to say, you know, I'm empowered. Believing God that I'm empowered, you know, believe because because that's that's the word of the Lord, you know, that we believe and that we'll lay hands on the sick. So, you know, if, if we're empowered to do so, um, uniquely empowered. By that, by that verse, you know that, that the that the body of Christ is uniquely empowered in that way. You know, I think it's um, you know, like, like what else? What else should we do? You know, like we we should preach, we should baptize, we we should also <laughs> lay hands. You know, we should also you know speak healing. You know, and we should also believe God. So, um, yeah, I think it just goes that back to that part. You know, that that I had fainted had I not believed. 
you know, we, we, we should, we should not, you know, that's what Jesus said, I pray above all that your faith fell not. That's right. right. You know, so, um, so that, that's, again, that's, that's, that's the prayer. And that's where I kind of sit with it. Amen. Saint Nick. Yeah, I'll, I'll read about the scripture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is, is Matthew 4:23 about Jesus. He says, and Jesus went about all Galilee doing three things. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom, teaching and healing all kinds of sickness, disease, um, kinds of disease among the people. You know, and so again, the gospel is wholeness. Jesus went about preaching. That's for your spirit. Right. The spirit needs to get fed, mm-hmm. needs to be motivated, mm-hmm. needs to be uh, pushed into Uh, doing something you know you're not the hearer but doer right Why? because that's you, you live life from inside out uh, preaching number two teaching teaching is for the soul right okay? right soul is your mind your will your emotions your memory your imagination teaching is not instruction teaching is revelation mm. you know the teacher teaches in school yeah. they give instru- knowledge But, but but the teacher that that we teach the you know we, for revelation it's yeah. unveiling something by the spirit of god right and then he went about healing the physical body okay and then the same verse says healing all kinds of sickness so there are three things sickness disease okay and we find another word in the bible called infirmity, infirmity. yeah sickness has to do with our physical body this is has to do with our soul that's where fear trauma uh, mental illness this uh, so and then spirit of infirmity has to do with mm. an evil spirit that's controlling the, mm. the, the sickness right when you have the proper understanding then it's like how can we get more people to go do do this well number one first in our churches we have to be preach about it right you know if you go through a list you know the other day i did this actually I I went to almost 50 churches in our city. And I just went through there, you know, in the section on the web page where there are sermons, and I just wanted to make a list. Like like what is the normal thing they're talking about all year long? Hmm. And I began to realize out of 50 churches and I don't have the stats with me that I wrote down, that number one no out of 50 churches in this in Colombia. Uh, I didn't see any church talk about healing at all. Hmm. I didn't see any church talk about marriage at all. I didn't see any church talk about in a sense tithing and, and you know I just looked little, they're all things about you know being good you know and coping with this coping with that coping with the coping that none of them had any like victories of right <laughs> and, and so uh, right. if you want to see something then preach about it right wow preach about healing preach about healing. wholeness you know Beautiful. encourage the people you know uh, and so I feel like Uh, we teach you this how to get healed no we don't want teach how to get healed we want to teach on healing right, the right. whole ins and out of it so that we are educating the people and let the let god give the increase right you plant the seed let god water and give the increase amen yeah great. if you are not a member of uh, a body of believers we want you and we encourage you to please join we are the church the people are the yeah. church please go where there is a fellowship of believers so that you can grow in your faith in God and hear what God is saying and get pastor Nikki's book 
Pastor Nikki has a book on healing. What's the name of your book on healing? Christ, my the healer. Christ, my healer. Christ, my healer. Go on Amazon, Nikki Raibore, Christ, my healer. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, mm. I ask you right now, please, please, just simply pray with me. And then afterwards, we're going to, uh, well, you'll see what we'll do. But right now, just <laughs> pray with me and say, Lord Jesus, I love you. Mm. I am a sinner mm. who you died for. Father, thank you for raising Jesus from the dead. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and live your life through me so I can please the Father just as you please the Father. Thank you for saving me. I belong only to you now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Now, we have about <clears throat> two minutes and 30 seconds left, and I want to ask Pastor Glover, then Pastor Nikki, then Pastor Brian to just give you personal greetings for Christmas tomorrow. Amen. Amen. As I sit here with these wonderful men of God um, who really blessed me, and I pray it's been a blessing to you also, I just want to uh, extend love, extend faith, uh, and extend blessings toward you and your family in this season that you love and be loved, that you look not at presence, but that you look around you and see the uh, blessing and the opportunity for God's love and how richly he loves you through uh, any expression of family or friends or any yeah. loved one that you have. Yes, same here. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And what the season calls for, I would say to each one of you that may Jesus be born again. In your hearts. Yes. Beautiful. In a new and a fresh way. And may he grow up in you. Mm -hmm. in, in you where your whole life looks like Jesus. You know, so that's my prayer for you. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas. I pray that you will receive the greatest gift that's ever been given. And that's the gift of salvation. And that God will reveal himself to you in a new and a fresh way. And in the scriptures, it says when Jesus was born, there was a cry that went forth that said, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. So I pray the shalom of God, God's peace yeah. will rest on you and your family during this Christmas season. God you. bless you. Amen. And God bless all of you from the pastors. We love, love, love you so much. And listen, if you don't get the present you want, you can receive the presence of God Amen. that we all need and desire. So as you have heard all season long, we have always pointed you to God in everything that we discussed in every one of our episodes. We are always pointing you to God. Never forget that he loves you so much and he wants the very, very best for you. We love you. Have a super blessed Christmas. 
tomorrow and a very, very blessed super new year. Yeah. We will see you in probably a couple months. Just stay tuned. Thank you so much yeah. for supporting Amen. this first season of The Pastors. We all love you. God, God bless, bless you. you.